Today on the Doc on the Run podcast, we're talking about how x-rays show metatarsal fracture healing. Hi, I'm Dr. Christopher Segler, and thanks for tuning in to the Doc on the Run podcast, where we help you understand how to keep training and running, even if you've been injured. Now, I want to remind you that if you have a running injury question that you would like answered as an episode of the Doc on the Run podcast, you can send it to me by posting your question on Twitter and tagging at MyRunningDoc. In fact, today's episode is based on a question sent in by a listener. Rodney asked about a non-displaced fifth metatarsal fracture. He said, Hi, it's been eight weeks and my orthopedic doctor says it's healed. Even though the x-ray doesn't look like it's healed, there is still a black gap where it was broken. He says that that line will be there. Is this possible? Well, first of all, Rodney, thank you very much for sending in your question. I truly appreciate you listening to the show, and I'm sure that you're not alone with this sort of question. Metatarsal fractures are extremely common. In fact, metatarsal bones are fractured more often than any other bones in the foot among runners. Because these little bones happen to be the longest bones in your foot, they're also crucially important to the stability and structure of your foot. So you have to make sure they heal before you can get back to running with confidence. X-rays are the most frequently used diagnostic tool to evaluate the positioning and state of healing of fractured metatarsal bones, but there's a lot of variability in the appearance of a fractured bone when you're looking at it on an X-ray. The first thing I will say is that you have to commend your orthopedic doctor for looking at the X-rays with you in the first place. The truth is, doctors don't always review X-rays with their patients. Sometimes doctors don't even look at the x-ray images themselves at all. Now, you may find that difficult to believe, but a lot of doctors will order x-rays and then just look at the report from the radiologist. Now, to me, that really doesn't make any more sense than not bothering to look at the house you're thinking about buying and instead only looking at the report from the home inspector. You need to see what's going on, and you need your doctor to explain it to you. So to answer this question, the first thing that we're going to do is talk about how x-rays actually show fractures. Now, an x-ray is just a way to take a picture of your foot. The same way an old film camera would collect incoming light and then change the film in such a way that it could produce an image, an x-ray does a similar thing. Of course, light does not penetrate through your foot. However, energy in the form of x-ray particles do penetrate through your foot, but some of those x-ray particles get absorbed as they pass through your foot. The amount of absorption of the x-ray particles all depends upon the density of the tissue. When you have an x-ray, you'll be instructed to place your foot on top of a rectangular cassette. In some cases, it is actually a cassette with a sheet of x-ray film inside. If instead your doctor is using digital x-rays, you'll place your foot on a rectangular digital intensifier that substitutes for the film. When the x-ray machine is activated, a beam of x-rays shoots through your foot. The particles move faster and with less resistance through the soft tissue like the skin and the subcutaneous fat and the muscles. However, more of those particles are absorbed when they pass through bone. The areas of the film where you have only soft tissue between the x-ray beam and the film become darker because they have more x-ray particles hitting the film. Any areas where you have bone, there is less passage of x-ray particles and so these areas appear white. When you see the x-ray image that's produced, you see a black and white image that looks a lot like a black and white photo of a skeleton, but x-ray images don't just show bone. If you look closely, you'll actually see an outline of the skin, the toenails, and the soft tissue. If you look closely at the bone on the x-ray, you'll actually see the bone isn't just a solid white outline. The bone is actually made up of numerous lines running in different directions along the bone. Doctors call those thin white lines trabeculation. 
Now, trabeculation is just reinforcing ridges that give structural integrity to the bone. If you think about it from a structural standpoint and then you look at the bone, you'll actually see that many of those ridges form arches and other configurations that kind of seem to resemble the structure you see in bridges. In many areas, you can actually follow those lines of trabeculation the entire length of the bone. You can also see the thick outer shell of the bone, or what doctors call the cortex. So the cortex is generally thicker on an x-ray, and the cortex is brighter white. Because the x-ray is shooting down through your foot, more x-ray particles get absorbed as they pass through the thicker outer shell of the bone because the cortex is like a wall or an edge when you're looking at it straight down. When the bone is intact, you can follow those lines of trabeculation and follow the outline of the outer cortex of the bone all the way around. But when you break a bone, it looks different on an x-ray. It may be helpful if you can understand the terminology and each of those changes on x-ray that doctors look at when they are evaluating a broken metatarsal bone in a runner. The first thing is radiolucency, and lucency is just a term that means clear, and when it's used by doctors, it is used to describe a dark, clear space where there should be cloudy white color. Radiolucency specifically refers to that space on an x-ray. When you crack the bone, there's a gap between the two pieces. If the gap is big enough, there's a clear space where the x-rays pass right through that gap in the bone and then make the film darker. So for example, if there's a crack in the bone which goes straight across and it shows up on an x-ray as a dark line, the radiologist will refer to that as a linear radiolucency because it is a straight dark line indicating a crack in the bone. Now the next thing is double density. Double density is the opposite of radiolucency. Double density insinuates that the bone cracked and shifted slightly so that it's now overlapping. So if the x-rays have to go through twice as much bone before it hits the film, twice as much gets absorbed in the bone. In that area where the bone is overlapped, the bone looks twice as white as the surrounding bone. It is more white because there's more overlap. And the next thing is a step-off, and a step-off is just what it sounds like. If you take a round metatarsal bone, you cut it in two pieces, and then slide it slightly apart, there's going to be a sharp edge or a step-off at the edge of that bone. It looks sort of like a stair step on an x-ray, hence the term step-off. An angulation is another change that radiologists or your doctor might be looking for on your x-rays. If the metatarsal bone breaks and then it tilts in one direction or another, it leans at an angle. This leaves an open, dark wedge between the two pieces of bone. The change in direction of the bone is referred to by a radiologist as angulation. The problem with angulation is that the bone is obviously not in the right position. If the bone is angulated or tilted away from the ground, then you can assume that if the bone heals in that position, it's not going to support its share of the weight once it heals and you get back to running. If the bone heals in that crooked, angulated position and it's not supporting its weight, then obviously the neighboring metatarsal bones have to take over and absorb that additional stress. Of course, that could put you at risk of another metatarsal stress fracture in the future. Now, the next thing is a gap indicating displacement. This is the Doc on the Run podcast. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. What's a virtual doctor visit? The idea of not running at all while waiting for my foot to heal was simply depressing. I really needed a second opinion from an expert, someone who specializes in helping runners. 
What you'll get from Dr. Segler, in my experience, is expert runner and medical care that's individualized for your needs. I'm left with actionable steps to recover from my injury. Dr. Segler is different, and I felt heard, didn't feel patronized, and I felt like he prioritized getting me back to running as soon as possible as much as I did. I just couldn't see sitting around for six weeks knowing my hard-earned fitness would vanish. I know Dr. Segler is an expert, and I wanted to see him in person. But frankly, I just couldn't afford the cost of a house call. I saved enough money to pay for my next marathon registration. You have an appointment with Dr. Segler, whether it's via Skype or on the phone. You can expect, one, he's going to be on time. Two, he's going to be able to spend more time with you than the typical uh, visit in a doctor's office. And both of those are going to result in a more effective diagnosis and treatment plan for you. I'm a young woman in the Philippines and I hurt my ankle yesterday. I just wanted to say thank you and that it's such a relief to be able to find a website like yours and get some information when I'm in a place with uh, little to no medical care. So I just wanted to call and say thank you. You're awesome. Book a virtual doctor visit and get a second opinion online today. Welcome back to the Doc on the Run podcast. The next thing is a gap indicating displacement. While angulation refers to tilting of the bone, displacement refers to the bones moving apart. Displacement, of course, insinuates radiolucency because there's a gap. In some respects, they're synonymous. However, if you have a very fine linear radiolucency, that means you have a very thin crack in the bone and the bones probably aren't moved apart. In that case, your doctor may say that you have a non-displaced fracture even though there is some radiolucency present. The farther the pieces of broken bone are away from each other, the more difficult it is to get the bone to heal. In general, displacement of more than two millimeters is a poor indicator of healing potential. If you break the metatarsal bone and it's significantly displaced, your doctor may recommend surgery to put the pieces of bone back together to help promote healing. So now that you understand what happens when we look at an x-ray and try to figure out whether or not it's broken, let's talk about what changes on an x-ray when it actually starts to heal. When the bone first breaks, it bleeds, and shortly thereafter, you start developing a blood clot between the two pieces of bone. Over time, that blood clot starts to get laced with little strands of collagen that help stabilize the fracture. Doctors refer to that as soft callus. The soft callus oftentimes can be seen on an x-ray. It's very subtle. But if you look closely at the healing bone, you can sometimes see a faint shadow bulging around the crack in the fractured metatarsal bone. Although this indicates the fractured metatarsal bone is in the process of healing, it doesn't necessarily mean it's stable. If you start walking on it, you could rip apart those little strands of collagen. Of course, that would slow down healing significantly. As healing progresses, the soft callus starts to calcify. As calcium gets deposited in the healing fracture, it becomes white on an x-ray image. It starts to look more like normal bone. The most important sign of healing your doctor will look for on an x-ray is what we call trabeculation. So those lines of trabeculation are like tiny little sections of rebar in the bone. Once your doctor can look at an x-ray of your foot and see these fine wavy lines of trabeculation crossing over and bridging the fracture site, we know that there's a lot of stability in the bone. So all this brings us a little closer to Rodney's question, and we have to start thinking about, well, when does the fracture line completely disappear on an x-ray? Most runners seem to want to look at an x-ray of their foot and see a metatarsal bone that looks completely healed. They want a fracture line to completely disappear. If you have a tiny crack in the bone, 
The bone is not displaced. There's no gap between the two pieces of bone. The bone is not angulated or tilted in any direction. Then it often only takes, you know, six to eight weeks before the fracture line is difficult to even find on an x-ray. You can assume that if it's difficult to even find that fracture line, you can assume there's a lot of bone stabilizing that crack because it's grown bone right across that crack. But don't expect the crack to completely go away quickly. Think about when a construction crew digs a trench in your front yard to replace a sewer line. They dig a rectangular hole or a line across your yard. They replace the sewer line. They fill in the dirt. And then they plant new grass and they water it. Now, technically, they put everything back just as it belongs. But if you look at the yard from just the right angle, you will see where they did the work. It's almost never perfect. And the bone is not going to look perfect on an x-ray either. But that's okay. Be patient. You have to remember that the remodeling phase of bone healing can take up to 18 months. That's a year and a half. And although it could take several months before the fracture line disappears on the x-ray, that doesn't mean you have to wait for that radiographic change or that change to happen on your x-ray before you can start walking on it or resume exercise. So when can a runner expect the metatarsal bone to look completely normal on x-ray after a fracture? Well, most runners should not expect a broken metatarsal bone to ever look completely normal. Even stress fractures that don't show any visible crack in them will eventually develop an increased thickness or a lump in the metatarsal bone where the fracture healed. Fractures almost never remodel to the point that they look perfect they're almost never going to be in their original condition again. But that doesn't mean you can't keep running. It just means the bone has changed slightly in its structure. If you've done everything you can to heal the bone, let it heal, and fortify the rest of your system, then the bone will get strong enough and you can continue running. And that brings us to another good question. You know, do you have to wait for the fracture line to completely disappear before you start running? All right, so here's a way to think about this. If you take two pieces of wood, like two by fours, and you glue them together side to side, they're stable, right? But it's not really that strong. You can still see the crack between the two pieces of wood where they're glued together, right? Now, what if you drive one nail through those two boards? If you've glued the boards and you also drove a nail through them, it's really stable, wouldn't you think? If you have a good deal of collagen and soft callus stabilizing the fractured bone and you have a very small area of actual hard bony healing, which we see on the x-ray is trabeculation, and it's across that section of the fracture, well, that's the equivalent to a nail and the glue holding the boards together. If the bone is angulated or tilted or displaced, there's going to be some gap between the two pieces of bone. The bone's going to start to fill in where the gap is the smallest. So, obviously, it's going to take longer for a bone to fill in the gap that's further apart. So, when you look at an x-ray and you have a V-shaped gap between the two pieces of bone where it's angulated or slightly displaced, you should expect to see some filling in of the bottom of that little V part where the bone is closest together. Once you get a lot of bone filling in, then the healing fracture is really stable. So, even though you may have a section where there is still some gap or evidence of the fracture, some dark line, some gap, you know, or another section of the fracture line, your, your doctor may still tell you it's healed. So this helps us understand Rodney's question. His orthopedic surgeon said the fracture is healed, but Rodney says he can look at the x-ray and still see a black gap where the metatarsal bone was broken. He can still see the fracture. Now, obviously, any orthopedic surgeon could see a black gap as well, but in all likelihood, the orthopedic surgeon is also seeing trabeculation on that x-ray that indicates stability. So, if you have a metatarsal fracture and you're trying to decide when you can get back to running, you have to ask your doctor to look at the x-rays with you. 
Even when I do a remote consultation for a patient over the phone, I always have them send me the x-rays, the MRI, or the CT scan. Now, I make a PDF of those x-ray images, and I send them back to the patient. I put little arrows of different colors and different sizes that indicate where gaps are, where I see trabeculation, where there's angulation, whether or not there's any kind of problem, and where there is any evidence of healing. And then we talk about what I see. You may get to a point where your doctor tells you it's healed and you're not 100% convinced because you see something abnormal. So just stop your doctor and ask questions. Ask him to explain what that crack means. Ask him if you can run. Be clear. Tell him exactly what sort of run you want to do. Explain to your doctor that you want to run three miles on the asphalt road in your neighborhood. Explain to your doctor that you really want to run 10 miles on trail this weekend. Tell him that you want to do CrossFit, run stairs, or whatever it is that you think is going to get you back into running shape. Never take it for granted and assume your doctor understands your level of activity. Your doctor is looking at all kinds of patients all day long. Just look around the waiting room and you'll see this. Unless your doctor specializes in working with runners, don't expect your doctor to understand the amount of stress you are going to apply to that healing metatarsal bone. But if you're clear in your communication, you get your questions answered and make sure you get the answers you need from your doctor, you can then make a decision about whether or not it's safe to run without the risk of refracturing that metatarsal bone. Make sure your doctor understands the goal isn't just to heal the metatarsal fracture. The goal is to run. If you have a question that you would like answered as a future edition of the Doc on the Run podcast, send it to me. And then make sure you join me in the next edition of the Doc on the Run podcast. Thanks again for listening.